0: Christians under fire, an ancient church threatened by the leftist government of Montenegro. It's a small country, now a NATO member, but once a part of the former Yugoslavia. In 2006, it became an independent nation. 80% of its people are Orthodox Christian, but now their 800-year-old church is under threat. A new religion law passed late last year gave the Montenegrin government authority to seize church property and close churches all in an attempt to minimize the influence of the church on that society. Well, joining us from Pajorica, Montenegro, to fill us in on this wave of persecution in the Balkans is attorney Vladimir Laposovic. He's a Fulbright scholar and chief legal counsel for the Serbian Orthodox Church. Vladimir, tell us why this new law was passed when 80% of your country and the people there are Serbian Orthodox.
1: For... Thirty years now, the government of uh, Montenegro obviously is running out of any meaningful political agenda or political goal. Also faced with uh, failures uh, made within its economy policy during the last uh, couple of decades, uh, the government of Montenegro now decided to just go for confiscating and nationalization the property of the church. The way they 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 just want to do that is that actually government uh, claims that the churches and the temples uh, supposedly do not belong to the church itself we have a situation where the government doesn't want to use the available and well known legal mechanisms within the legal order of Montenegro right. they don't want to prove their claim they want the church to prove that claim but check this now not in front of the regular courts in a, within the regular lawful court proceeding but in front of the administrative organ like the government's body
0: you had mass protests there but there's been no change in the law it's still in force even the pro church politicians have been dragged from their offices and homes they've been arrested by the government tell us more about that
1: exactly well, uh, first, first of all, the, when when the, when the law has been adopted seven months ago, we had a situation that the, there wasn't any dialogue between the state and the religious communities. At least, it wasn't the, the case with us. We had the, something like a take it or leave it dialogue. And then uh, the law has been adopted, and uh, just right after that, the massive and uh, so far continuous civic protest emerged. Those protests are interesting because they are happening as a pray prayer walks, and they're unique. They are also celebrating the Christian faith here in Montenegro. They're happening for seven months now in every in every single uh, city of Montenegro. What is uh, which is really important to mention is that these are the largest protests in the history of Montenegro, while uh, probably the first completely peaceful in Balkans. So we have a new situation. In, in A war, the people do not want to give up on their shrines and uh, to give up on what they believe uh, the most. So. The government is still is still silent. Uh, we, as a legal team, and I can I can I can tell that with 100% being sure about WHAT whether the intention of the church, we actually propose just a couple of provisions from that law to be changed. And when we ask those changes, we don't ask anything else but to be in an equal position as as every other legal owner in the country. So we are calling for applying the European Convention of Human Rights and actually for applying the constitution of Montenegro by defending our faith and our church we are defending the legal order of Montenegro as you mentioned before uh, what what makes this this situation being really bizarre is that Montenegro is a NATO member and also it's a candidate for the European Union membership so we expect that since we are talking about the international organizations that are celebrating not just protecting but even celebrating The rule of law and the principle of equality and and, and the best practices and standards in in legal protection of every human equally. We expected that this cannot and couldn't happen in Montenegro, but unfortunately it's happening now.
0: Well, you most members of NATO are democracies and (laughs) a, a primary principle of democracy is the freedom of religion. Now I know some members of the British Parliament have spoken out against this law and the treatment of Montenegrin Christians. So, what would you like to see the United States do?
1: There was, a, and there still is, Virginia Declaration of Rights from 1776 that uh, stipulates that, that whenever the, the, the dispute uh, related to to property issue, any property issue, like, emerged between two men, uh, the the sacred rule. To be held is the rule of the uh, court proceeding and the court trial. So uh, the protection of the property rights, the private property uh, rights, uh, is is in the air uh, all over the world for more than 230 years. Then when we talk to uh, another uh, subjects to government, international organization, as well as our uh, listener and the co-talkers in the United States, is to ask them to help us. To come to the dialogue, to come to the table together with the government, so that the government can really realize that what the, the majority of people in Montenegro are asking is something that is a minimum of protection guaranteed, by I, but by our constitution, but also by all the relevant international legal instruments. So we we we, we just try for for that kind of a, a moral and and, 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 and uh, objective support from from from
0: anyone. Vladimir Leposavic. Attorney with the Serbian Orthodox Church in Montenegro, thank you for your time and insights. Thank you for having me.